0: Hello you wonderful people out there and welcome to another episode of Conventionally little Un- We hope that all of you are doing really, really great and are healthy and are taking care of yourselves and your family members amidst uh, this crazy, crazy times. Now, as we said previously that in this whole wor- wide world, we are constantly communicating with people people language barrier or not we communicate and form a communion of people with whom we connect to which every member keeps on adding a bit of their personality and individuality we meet different people every day every minute and some inspire us or intrigue us mostly because the normal is different they're doing something differently amazing and unique with their lives And here today with me, we are going to be talking to such people from our everyday lives who are making their mark, who are on their journey to be something really beautiful and different. So today we have a very special guest with us. We are going to talk to Ms. Shruti Deshpande, aka Curly Grooves, who is a licensed dance fitness master trainer. Coming from a corporate HR consulting background, with about four years of experience in conducting group classes, corporate workshops, lifestyle events, and self-curated dance fitness programs. Now, there's a very uh, funny, not funny exactly, but a a very different story about how I met her. I did not meet her personally, but um, I was there in a flea, WhatsApp flea rather, when she was performing for the first time. And God, I was so inspired and shook the way of energy, the way of of handling herself, the way of handling the mass ahead. It was so intriguing for me. And when I met her, this whole podcast thing was not even into consideration. So I randomly started following her and I attended her special quarantine sessions on the gram which she takes very beautifully, by the way. And she was the very first person who came in my mind when I decided that I want to do a podcast. Because she is the kind of person who stays with you long after she has met. So a very warm welcome Shruti on this episode. Thank you so much,
1: Aswarya. That's a really nice introduction. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> yes. So, um, tell me uh, about yourself a little bit. Give me a gist of, uh, you know, about yourself. You told everything
1: about me, but if um, I talk about myself, I am, as a person I can talk about myself. I am a really a free free spirited person I've always been someone who um, thinks that hey this is something that intrigues me, this is something that I want to try and uh, I don't really Mm -hmm. think a lot after that I just go for it so in my life I've tried uh, a lot of things I um, to give you an example I switched a lot of streams I started off with a commerce background in school then I switched to Um, arts where I did my economics then I switched to um, human resource but before human resource I wanted to do fashion designing so I have also tried my hand at fashion designing uh, while I was pursuing my graduation then um, I even went to lacme fashion week as a budding designer category person but I realized that all Mm -hmm. of this was not my calling then, um, okay. as we speak, I can tell you the rest of the story. But what I know the most about myself is that I love adventure, and I'm treated mm-hmm. as a human being.
0: So, um, you. So, according to you, it's it's uh, you know completely normal to keep on trying until you uh, get something, until you get your calling
1: yeah and I don't even know if the concept of calling is what it is because one person can do many things maybe you can be Uh better at something but you can definitely do a lot of things together and uh, I just as I've grown I've just realized that it's important to not hold yourself back and it's important Mm -hmm. to uh, understand that it's okay to try and fail
0: right and mean everything that you were going through were you ever afraid uh, that you know this is something that I'm going to try but what if I fail and you know what am I going to tell people or rather what am I going to tell my parents that hey listen I tried this but it's not working and I really want to change to something so how did you uh, become the person who could try and yet be so confident (laughs) so
1: um The biggest leap of faith that I took was um, when I told my parents that I'm quitting my corporate career which was I was working for a great company. Uh, I was a human resource consultant had a nice salary everything was sorted Mm -hmm. but i wasn't satisfied Mm -hmm. like internally when i slept at night i was like Like, where did i where was the impact because it's not about the profile it's about how you feel inside about doing a certain job so when i told my parents that i'm quitting it and i want to get into the fitness industry and be a dance fitness instructor I was scared, I was scared out of my wits because think about it. You are used to uh getting your salary or- on the last day of the month. you have security mm-hmm. um you mm-hmm. have you know that today when I go back home, I have money to pay my rent i have I'm stable right now, I can experiment in life yeah. I can travel, and suddenly it's like it slips off and uh, you are yeah, in a whole yeah. new world where you are on your own and I never stayed with my parents it, it had been 10 years when I was during my education and even during my work life I stayed on my own, own with friends and PG's, hostels, all of that so I was on my yeah. own so it is scary but uh, I, I realized that t- till when should a person keep on living for the weekend? your life should be yeah. revolving around the idea that oh, okay let me do this from Monday to Friday And uh, it's okay, I like this work, that's fine. And on the weekend, I have the money to enjoy, so let me live for that. And that concept is something that I'm not okay with. I want to do something that I love every day. And that is what made me take this leap. And also, it overcame the fear after some time.
0: Yeah so uh, well, while you were working were you were you training or you completely quit your job and then started training and then uh, you became uh, the uh, fitness trainer oh so um, it's an overlap uh, what happened is when
1: I was working for the first year I used to, I was always into uh, fitness, I come from an army yeah. club, uh, and I've always yeah. been into a lot of uh, sports Uh, while I was doing my education then later when I uh, came to work uh, I was no more staying in these fancy army cantonments where you have facilities available easily so then I switched to going to gyms and uh, going to group classes and I started attending uh, different dance fitness classes while I was also working out I used to make sure that I take out at least an hour a day to work on my fitness, something that gives me a good endorphin rush, because that is instilled in me since childhood. Like since I was, yeah, uh, brought up in all these um, army areas, we had we were always pushed out of the home in the evening and told that go play or go do something. Yeah, or, go to the park with your friends, do something. So that got me into the. Mm-hmm. So I kept doing it, and for the first year of my corporate career, I used to work out on my own. Then my instructor told yeah. me that hey. You know, you are at a level where you should be instructing the class and you should actually get trained properly, get a certification and do it. So I used to just laugh it off. I never took it seriously. But uh, during yeah. my second year of corporate career, I realized that why not? Maybe I can do this part-time. Why not explore? So then my, that nature yeah. of adventure that just came in and uh, mm-hmm. I was working with Deloitte and uh, they sent me for a training to uh, Florida, uh, Orlando. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was interested in my training. I did like my job as well. But uh, I thought that since I'm going to Florida, uh, there's Miami there. And uh, Mm -hmm. being a dream holiday destination, it is also the place where Zumba originated. Yes, right. So I thought that I'll go there and I'll take some time off. I'll do a solo trip to Miami backpack and also get trained as a um, Zumba instructor. So... Yeah, it, it all sounded pretty crazy, but uh, I worked hard to go for this trip, to go for this training to US, and then I took out some time. I managed to convince my seniors that I needed this time. Uh, it wasn't very long; it was a four or five, five day period. period. I did a solo, trip, got licensed, came back to India, and uh, when everything was over and I was on my project, I uh, started doing classes. With with the people, same people where I used to go and attend classes, I started taking classes. Then another studio passed me, and then another studio approached me. So within a period of like three months, I was already taking classes in three studios. So for one year, yeah, for one year my routine was to wake up at maybe 6:30 7 a.m., go take a class, mm-hmm. then go to work for eight to nine hours, then again take a class. So it got crazy and it was overwhelming for one year because I wanted to do both. I wanted to do my stability and I wanted to do this because I was so passionate about it. I didn't want to give up on it but after I realized that you know this is um, exhausting. I can't keep doing this and if you want to do Mm -hmm. something you got to pursue it with all your heart. Yeah. Then eventually I ended up uh, doing my research in the fitness industry. What certifications are needed. I was in Hyderabad uh, mm-hmm. earlier uh, while I was working. Then I decided to move to Pune. Stay with my best friend, my brother. Uh, I came here yeah. and uh, there's this brand called Multifit. I mm-hmm. them. They interviewed me. And they told me that they wanted me to work as a manager with them. And manage a fitness club. And at the same time I could be yeah. a trainer. So, that was a great deal because um, I came from a corporate background and I had yeah. an experience in both the areas, managerial as well as yes. So, it was a nice start but it was a big jump because from a big fat corporate salary, I had to take a big drop because it's not it's yeah. the same in the fitness industry. You can't be um, in parity there. So, yeah. It was a leap but that's how I managed to make the jump. It can't be immediate ki one day you just quit and you go like, hey, I'm done, I'm going. And that's not practical yeah. to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so it took a lot of time for you to come to the conclusion and how did you uh, exactly manage after you quit your corporate job? I mean, um, because it, it must have been very difficult, right? I mean, uh, you're so used to having, uh, you know, month-end salary yeah. thing and suddenly <laughs> suddenly, you are just wandering in the unknowns. And, yeah. this, and How was that?
1: Uh, so, to be very honest, I didn't face that in the beginning because, see, I again took shadow of a managerial career because I was also yeah. a manager with Multifit when I started my career in the fitness industry, like purely. So, oh, yeah. first I yeah. took... Uh, the shadow of my corporate career, because I told you right, one year I did both. So I had that stability yeah. in terms of my monetary background. Then when I switched to Multifit, I had stability in terms of the fact that I was also a manager. So I was getting that amount. But as an instructor, all the money that you earn is mostly through your classes, how well they are doing. Be it based on the number of students yeah. or the number of classes you take. So I wasn't that scared. So about the uh-huh. one and a half, yeah. I built myself in Pune. You know, you uh, we met at the WhatsApp Flea, and till the point I reached yeah. the WhatsApp Flea and got popular enough to be known as an artist, I had to build myself up. So I took the support of yeah. me being a manager for my uh, financial stability, while I kept growing and using yeah. my network um, to uh, grow also as, as a trainer. trainer. But yeah. to be very honest, it was a struggle. Because suddenly nothing is structured or outlined for you like you know if you're in the corporate you have a boss and the boss tells you hey you've got to do this, these are your tasks and get it sorted and this is your timeline. Here there was no timeline. Everything is your work, the struggle is real. If you want to grow, it's your pace. You want to increase, enhance your classes. Go work for it, get more clients, talk to more people. You want to make your classes better? Go learn more skill, learn how to build your stamina, read about how to be fitter. Everything depends on you. So, if you are in this area, it is definitely a yeah. struggle, but eventually I got used to it because I realized
0: that I love this
1: and I got to work harder for it.
0: Yeah. It builds over time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you never felt uh, that, you know, this is something, uh, you know, it's very tiring and uh, anything like that because you were basically working towards building uh, your career in the thing that you really loved. So so did you ever feel at a point that, you know, nah, I or did you uh, have some moment um, in your life where you felt that I should probably go back to the previous life that I had? Did you did you feel <laughs> at any time between uh, those um. things? To be very honest, I never felt
1: like going back uh, to the career I was in. Not because that wasn't good; that was also good in its yeah. own place. But because I am really happy here, each day yeah. that I sleep since the day I made my switch, I sleep satisfied. Because, um, you know, I'll tell you the most basic thing that I saw. I would lie if I say it's not tiring. Mm-hmm. Some days it's tiring. If I'm sick if I have, I have fever as a woman you will have your days of the month where you don't want to do anything but even on those days i have to go and take right. a class if i've committed to doing an event for 2000 people mm. i can't go and tell the manager that hey, i am not well today please postpone the event so it can be really tiring right. it tests you but um when i sleep at night all this doesn't matter because i have had instances uh which motivate me. For example, I have a student who told me that I was undergoing depression, literally clinical depression. And I've been coming to your classes for the past three months and it's gone. My anxiety levels, are down. My stress levels are down. I'm a happier human being. People see me at events and after the event, they come to me and tell me that, you know, um, I have not danced for two years and today you made me dance and I want to come and join your class because I'm a happier person. And these things matter to me far more than um, anything
0: else. They just push me to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, You know, there is a, there is a story. When I first saw you at the yeah. whatsapp flea I had a talk with you after after everything um, because we were just uh, having fun and enjoying on the sidelines and uh, we had the schedule and we know that there's a Zumba class and we were <laughs> like um, all my friends and yeah. all we were like oh how, how I mean how can a Zumba be up there how what this is not a gym so how how can a a dance trainer thing be there in such a fleet so we were we were very confused and uh, later when we attended it we had the time of our (laughs) lives I mean we intently searched you we joined you and then we came to ask you but but you were very far away i mean the classes were very far away for us to travel so we decided that maybe okay not now but let us see if we can work out and figure out on something like that and um then this quarantine and everything yeah. happened like after a month i guess this everything happened and we came home and um Randomly, once my friend called me and she was like, "Okay, hey, uh, you know, uh, do a thing, Ash. Just join her online mm-hmm. sessions." She started taking the uh, quarantine special online sessions, and we we were so overwhelmed because we wanted to do that. And um, me and my younger sister, who is a dance fanatic, we we started attending them regularly, and. We have seen the change in our moods. We have seen how happier we were. And we bonded while we were, uh, you know, doing uh, Bolly oh. beats with you. So, so for me personally, it, it was a very wonderful experience that you have given. And so, that is the time when I really decided that, okay, so whenever I start a podcast, <laughs> um, she's going to be the first person whom I am going to ask if she is ready. Because, you know, and also the thing is ki, people do inspire you and, and people live a mark um, when they present themselves and you have left a very very deep mark on me and now that we are talking and I am coming to know all the background and everything um, behind uh, uh, all this uh, you know the frontal <laughs> area but there is there, a lot going on yeah. in the backstage right so, so, so you have been more inspiring to me now you know rather than wow, um, before you. I think so, uh, coming back to now you are a bollybits trainer right and what exactly is the difference between Zumba and Bollywood? because uh, you know I personally got very confused and when I started asking people around everybody was uh, you know what you have to just on the music and start dancing to it and, and because but then the names are different right so you know I always had the curiosity that there must be some, some uh, difference between the both so can you tell me what difference it is? Finally, now I have somebody who can, you know, properly yeah, absolutely. tell me. The this difference. is my most asked question. So,
1: um, see, it's uh, like the, what is the difference between an apple and a mango? Because uh, it's so common, right. uh, both are fruits. If you tell me I want to eat an apple and I give you a mango and mm-hmm. tell you, here you go, it's to fruity, so enjoy it. So, it's something like. Mm-hmm. Uh, to tell you the difference Zumba is so popular first of all because it started a revolution Beto Perez started this idea yeah, of dance fitness yeah. this idea came about I don't know it's, I, I think, think started it started about 12, 12 years back 12 to 13 years back, where dance was combined with yeah. fitness and it's definitely revolutionary there's no doubt that it's beautiful but there are many other programs in the market apart from yeah. even Zumba, Bolly beats, there's um, boxing, pound, folk fitness. Uh, there's volley X, there's, like, there's no limit to the number yeah. of programs that are there. Now, when it comes to these two, uh, Zumba, it's the, the major mm-hmm. difference is in the choreography technique and music. Zumba is purely music oriented. There are rhythms like Soka, salsa, kumbia, merengue, uh, reggae, all of these. There is no Bollywood in Zumba, people. But that's not really legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Zumba by itself is a very different yeah. program. Its roots are from uh, Latin music and the choreography is also different. So when a person gets trained in yeah. that, they don't know that what is the kind of music that one needs to take. What are the kind of steps that are there. When it comes to Bolly Beach, uh, it's, as the name suggests, it's a lot of Bollywood music and it's currently Asia's most trending Bollywood-based dance fitness program because almost 80 to 90 percent of music would be Bollywood, but I'm not saying it's just that. If you attended several lot of mixes, there is global yeah. music, you will see Bhangra, you will see Tollywood, you will see commercial hits, uh, which is also global music. So, this yeah. has a vast variety of music, but majorly Bollywood based. So, everybody to Bollywood. I showcased everybody. Bolly Beats at uh, Asia Fitness Conference in Bangkok about two years ago. And I have people mm-hmm. from like 40 nationalities at least following my uh, set. And they all, all loved it, although they didn't understand a word. The same goes for many other programs. So, major differences in the musicality. And also, uh, uh, Zumba is dance fitness oriented, Bolly Beats is dance animation oriented. If you attend a Bolly Beats class, you realize that the routines, the choreography is very dance based you won't see much exercise in the choreography. It's more right. uh, flavor, expression, like that. Because Bollywood is like that. You can't do Bollywood without flavor and um, expression. So that is the major difference. Right. Musicality right. and choreography technique. And they both are programs from uh, Bolly Beats, originated in Bangalore. Uh, and saw is the founder and Karthikian mm-hmm. is the co-founder. And these two started Whereas yeah, Zumba started in uh, Miami and Beto Perez was the founder. So, difference of their uh, technicalities, the two programs are very different. I
0: hope right. I answered. So, um, it- Yes, yes, you did. I mean, in, in a very beautiful way. Now, if somebody asks me, I can I can proudly say that, hey, you're wrong. What <laughs> you're trying to tell is not Zumba. Yeah. This is Zumba. Yeah, and yeah, take yeah. it, it's in your face. <laughs> so, um... When uh, you started your training and all, there were a lot of people who uh, kept on asking you, like, what do you do, Shruti? Because you uh, switched suddenly. So, um, did you always get a positive response? Or you always had to go through, uh, you know, something like, what is this? And um, why did you leave your job? And you had a stable life? And what have you done with your life? And um, or were people always uh, telling you this, or uh, you know, people also motivated you? So how it was, was your 50, experience? 50, some this?
1: people were like, "Oh wow, that is crazy, that's amazing," and that was mostly um, people who are young. Uh, Because they all are trying to, at least I know that our generation, many people are trying to do what they love. Uh, And I'm not saying that uh, elders did not. Many elders supported me and they were like, oh, wow, that's beautiful that you're pursuing this. Um, While many people also asked me uh, that, um, why would you do that? I mean, you could have done it part time or you could have. I mean, is this really a career choice or is this a phase in your life? So I, I, I didn't face mm-hmm. that. But when I used to tell mm-hmm. people and explain to them why I did it like I explained it to you, then people understood. It's it's too much information right. and change management to take uh, in one go. So many people reciprocate based on their own experiences right. and opinions. So it's okay. I mean need- people will react the way they want to react. You just gotta tell them as much as they can receive.
0: Right. Right. So, so the trolls and everything never, never never go to your head, right? I mean,. Do you, before do you kept on, uh, you know, thinking like that, that if you get a negative comment from somebody who has utterly <laughs> no business whatsoever to do at that point in life, and um, you know, right, I mean, he's not even, he, she, yeah. who is whosoever is behind that device, has not been attending the lessons, but simply commenting for the sake of it. So, have you encountered somebody like that? And um, if you do, what
1: is your <laughs> ideal response Definitely to Definitely have that? encountered that, uh, but... See, it's about the peace you have in your mind and how satisfied you personally are. So I try. It's not like give up and shut them up right. or be rude because that's that's just um, that's just it's not the point. It won't solve anything. So, so I try to explain. Someone says that, hey, why would you put something secure right. and go to something like this? Then I ask them, that, is your life all about security mm-hmm. and survival, or is it more about um, exploration and learning? And right. what is satisfaction? so when I talk about these points that made me make the switch if that person is um, liberal and uh, I would say open enough to receive ideas then it's okay if the person is really stuck up which yeah. I have also seen I really don't get to explain after a point I go like yeah maybe yeah. that's your opinion and cool live with it and I'm happy where I am right
0: you <laughs> exactly. Can I mean, yeah, you <laughs> can only try. You, you cannot you say, to say some something. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, during this time, um, your your family support you supported you very beautifully because, uh, you know, switching something, um, uh, very, uh, what do you say, structured yeah. and going something, going for the unknown. Um, To be honest, my family thought I have
1: gone crazy. My father is an officer, so so he
0: (laughs) asked me at least
1: three times that, are you sure you want to quit your HR corporate career and and get into dance fitness? Like, are you sure about this? And actually thought for the first two years, at least that I was in a phase. And I I would probably get back uh, to my corporate Uh career because this is only a phase. And they kept Mm -hmm. asking me that you... Considered applying because right. I was after, after I was a manager. I also quit that and I became a freelancer because
0: uh, uh,
1: if I had to be a master trainer, I had to focus completely on this photography uh, training people. A master mm-hmm. trainer, is someone who licenses people to become trainers. So if you have to do this full time, you need to give it all right. your time, all your attention. You can't do part time something else. You can't manage mm-hmm. people and be a master trainer. Mm -hmm. So then when I quit also and I became a freelancer, they really asked me that, Are you sure about this? And do you consider getting back to your HR job and all? And I understood because my monetary uh, stability was going off. Because look at it, I wasn't getting the managerial salary, everything was on my classes, events and this sector is pretty unorganized. You may not get your payments in time. That is a fact. I can say yeah. yeah. Right. So it was, right, it uh, is, they is. were also worried, but they never pushed me. They never said, hey, you can't do this. This is nonsense. They never did that. They said that, okay, fine. If you feel that you can make it, then go for it. Right. And eventually I knew Ooh. that I have come to a level where if mm-hmm. I tell my name, if I give my profile, people will do events with me, people will work with me, but it took some time to get till there because I, I, I worked my ass off for this. So, right.
0: Oh, so now uh, you're actually getting uh, the golden fruits of starting your heart to work, work, yeah, I, Starting, I say do. like that. <laughs> yes. 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 Starting. You're going to start starting. somewhere. My friends, when and they
1: look at me, they tell me that, "Oh wow, where well, mm-hmm. you've reached somewhere." And I tell them that, "Yes, I am still there, but I'm happy that four years may this um, the whole change and transition that has happened." I'm really happy with that because there's all the master trainers in India right now, there's nobody who's my age. I'm probably the youngest. And uh, it happened fast. So I'm happy with the progress.
0: Yes, no, I mean there is uh, something in you that uh, you know makes people uh, instantly have a liking to you, and uh, you know you you know very well to handle the mob. I have seen it myself. I have experienced it. That so, is all so about connection. when
1: I look at people or when I take a class, no, for me it's not about myself. It's not about how much I am alone enjoying the dance. For me, it's more about how much people are enjoying it. Now, when you saw me at the watch there were at least. Uh, right. maybe between 500 people there who were following the youth crowd and then there were also right. 1000 right. people who were right. around watching now how do I connect these people uh, is because right. I don't care Key stage pe how am I looking how is my dance looking, am I stylish I am looking into people's eyes I literally connect with many people on stage and I look at their eyes and I see that are people actually following are people actually liking when I make a playlist, I think that okay, right. this is going to be the average mm-hmm. age of the audience and this is the kind of music that I need to put over there. So, for be the difference between a dancer and an instructor is that a dancer definitely dances and they are skilled, beautiful people. But, but an instructor is also dancer, a dancer and at the same time, they need to care about making other people dance and happy.
0: It matters a lot. Right, right. So… Yeah, it it does matter and uh, since uh, you are at a point where majority of the eyes are uh, on you specifically, is there a fear uh, that you know if something goes wrong, um, it (laughs) is going to be a huge fiasco, or you know it is going to be a huge embarrassment, so have you experienced something like this? So,
1: um, I tell you this very funny incident, so uh, during my starting when I was just uh-huh. starting off with these events and all and things were not that big and newly came to Pune and a company called me for a corporate workshop and they told me that you know we've announced, we've circulated yeah. mailers and uh, there'll be lots of people, at least 200 people. I was like oh wow I cracked something big and this will be amazing blah blah right and in corporates, generally in their amphitheater or their court and they make a huge space, put big speakers so I was happy, I was like okay let's do this, it was women's day special so um, this is where I am talking about my fear and moments where you feel that oh my god what am I supposed to do here, this is a mess and then um, you know that is the moment where I realized how to overcome all this Um, so I went there uh, the timing was 5:30 p.m. Uh, I stood there mm-hmm. with my system connected everything mm-hmm. then I waited Yeah, blow guy and they dance it was quarter mm-hmm. nobody came we were in the food court uh-huh. we i was the only one taking the session there was one more person who had come with me from the company and the hr just made an announcement on the mic nobody came Ashwarya. Right. there were thousand people surrounding some were eating some were watching me wondering who the hell i am and Nobody came And then it was 6pm For half an hour I was just standing there and staring at people's faces waiting that somebody should come I I took the mic and announced twice like in a low volume so that I don't disrupt anything At 615 I went and told right, the right. what is happening And I was really uh-huh. because I came 30 kilometers away thinking that there will be 200 people waiting for me but there were people who were not interested at all because it was the time where you know work gets over, people want to go back so I asked her, she was like hey we uh circulated mailers we told everyone I also don't know what to do in this circumstance and maybe you can try otherwise we can just you know uh, cancel this and my heart sunk deep inside I was like is this for real? so then my adventure brain and my uh, you know, I have a streak. So my streak and I took the mic and right. I had to say X for the company name. and I was mm-hmm. like, are the employees of X company so low and lethargic? <laughs> I just took them announced that really loud, and the mic was connected <laughs> to all the speakers <laughs> in the cafeteria. So people came around and stared at my face that oh my God, the, this woman, what is she saying to us? Like, now that I have your attention, Uh I want to say that I have come here for you. This is Women's Day special. I came here all the way from so-and-so place to do this session for you. And I would really appreciate if some people volunteer and join me because I don't want to leave without doing anything. Um, It'll be really nice if someone comes and joins me. Maybe I'll do one song and go away. And uh, in case you enjoy, we can continue. Because that is all I have. So I had to give it my shot. So about 8... I remember exactly 8 girls came in right. front of me and that was huge it could accommodate 200 people so uh-huh. I started with those 8 people and then people started watching us mm. I made them follow and they were dancing with me which you have seen how I do so after the first song 10 more joined yes, in yes then after the second song 10 more joined in towards yeah. the end of the session there were more than 250 people and there mm. were at least to 800 people watching us my god <laughs> and the whole thing- my God, I mean, yeah, that was, was my first experience impressive. where I thought that, am I supposed to go without doing anything, or am I supposed to pull everybody here? That is where I learned how to. Now, if anything even messes up on stage, no, all I do is smile. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I now I a lot can right. get messed up, but I, I just smile so because I- that's okay.
0: Yeah. I mean just imagine I, I cannot even imagine that if that day you would have turned mm. your back from that opportunity and you would have gone home thinking oh shit I mean um, nobody came and and you would have you, you would have been unhappy and, yeah. and you wouldn't do anything about it I I don't think so that you would have come so far. I mean, it is all about you taking that one step and that one opportunity and um, dealing with the situation. Just uh, like uh, it's it's a normal day in your life and you dealt with it. And, you know, that is something very few people can do. Very few people can actually um, think Mm -hmm. uh, with their twisted brains because, you know, um, I call the twisted Community and I, I am a proud member of that community. But our, our our brains do not think in the uh, same direction like everybody else's. It it, is, it has to, you know, run yeah. into some different uh, zone to get yeah. something to be done, you know. And so so I, I like to call these people yeah. the members okay. of the twisted community. Good. You know, yeah. little him. <laughs> so um. Between all this chaos and everything that is going on right now, how do you uh, keep up your calm and uh, try to be fit? Because many of us are not allowed to even step out of our homes. So uh, what would you tell them? You know, because many of us are hyperventilating and about the situations that we don't know. And um, no, seriously, I mean, I've seen people so scared um, that, you know, they... They, they might get a panic attack the next moment you know they step out and they come home and I have seen people do that I have oh I know I have been attack. on the verge of it and as well so, how so do I, you, I understand uh, completely. right <laughs> so how do you maintain your calm and what would you tell people uh, about maintaining their fitness uh, amidst everything because you know all the work that yeah. people have right now is eat sleep and repeat so uh you know how, how how do you uh tell them that um this is this is the routine so just uh, tell our okay. listeners how so would starters, you like to do that this
1: is my 66th day quarantine i know because i'm marked every day on the calendar, literally I have a calendar and I cross each day that we have been in quarantine and I started even before the lockdown because uh, when I realised that uh, Corona is turning into a pandemic uh, and I saw the case of Italy um, I mm-hmm. stopped my classes about 3 days before an official notice came saying that gym should be shut because I realised that I am a source of gatherings and that is the thing that we need to avoid so before other instructors right. shut down, I had already shut it down so 13th right. March was when I stopped my classes mm-hmm. and I remembered and since 13th March today is 19th May, it's been 66 days right. and uh, I am a person who travels a lot uh-huh. my whole life is about meeting people, um, mm-hmm. training people it's about people right. mainly, That that's what runs me so, if a person like right. me can manage to stay at home, I right. urge every person to understand the fact that we need to do this and it's not like everybody is doing it, so it's fine right. and I would say there are three things that can right. be done Number one, um, engage in things that you like, now if somebody is trying to get fit and they think ki, okay, I have to get fit, Abhi, I will download this app and I will start working out at home and suppose you are not enjoying it and everyday you are forcing yourself to do it mm-hmm. there is no point because you are not enjoying anyway, you are mm-hmm. you're frustrated anyway then you are trying to push yourself to right. do something to get fit in a way which you are again not enjoying mm-hmm. so rather if you can, if, now for example if you like dancing then come join an online class with me or pick a favorite instructor right. join with them if you want to get calm try yoga i started doing yoga after this i did surya namaskar every day about 40 of them right. yoga 2 i stopped doing so and right. it's not about getting fit right now to be honest this right. it's this quarantine is not about being productive it's about sailing through that's right. what i feel you need to sail through right
0: Right. Yeah, it's about, it's about understanding something. the fact that yeah. we need to
1: get over this and there is much um, being positive right. ki this will end one day and lives will get back to normal, I know it's gonna stretch a lot but the first thing is to engage, the second right. thing is to stop eating like a mad person to right. <laughs> as a coping mechanism because everybody is <laughs> eating the whole day, yes. rather jitna log right. hain, and jitna people are getting craving to eat, if you drink that much water you will be more uh, mm-hmm. hydrated and also right. happier because you need to make that balance in your body right that is one thing yes, I, yes, I I exactly. also did it I also did it in the beginning and then I realized that okay I've eaten it's enough food but I've not even had a liter of water because now we're not going out so we are not getting that thirsty so that is set. and third yeah. is uh talk, yeah, right talk your feelings to your family, to your friends, we right. we are honestly um, social distancing. We are physical distancing, and social distancing. To who? Because I think socially, right. we are like super duper connected. All of us because maybe even talking to friends for a long time yes. who we haven't spoken to, and now we are because we have time. Uh, we need to connect right. with our family right. also, right, yeah. right. Uh, we don't spend that much time at home, but when you start realizing okay. the things you can actually do with your family, you will be
0: overwhelmed with that idea too. Yeah, yes, I mean, it's so fun, right, to be, uh, you know, with your family because, um, some I have yeah. been away for like five, six years from my family, um, and for my education and everything, and when I Come back home, and right now I'm yeah. home. I'm really enjoying every bit of it. You know, we we have a lot of fun together, and I'm able to give my sister some time. And it's it's a beautiful thing yeah. that is happening uh, between So that's the all silver. Furs. It's a black cloud. This is the silver so, lining, and it's I'm important to see the silver lining. Yeah. Right, right. That's that's all we yeah. need to do. We just need to see the silver lining of things and hope one day that these things are going to be better and uh, we're going to finally come out of our homes and uh, we're going to still be healthy, yeah. happy, and everyone is going to live longer. So, Shruti, here we come to the end of our uh, very uh, intriguing kind of podcast, and I really, really loved having you uh, on this show. And I'm very proud of everything that you have done and I wish you all the best and keep doing what you're doing. Keep motivating and inspiring people. Um, it is it is about uh, people like you who, uh, you know, are going to inspire every one of us to do something uh, different. Because, you know, we the millennial generation is something like that, you know, I like to call it. we very confused. We want to do something different than a routine and we don't know what right and sometimes we are even scared to take that step ahead so uh, you know when people like you who have already done this come here and uh, we talk and you people share your stories we come to know that okay it is difficult but not impossible and that I believe that somewhere gives you hope that okay even I can do it maybe uh, not today but tomorrow when I decide when, uh, when I plan out I can definitely do it so, this show is literally about that, you know, giving hope to everybody that they can be different. And it's totally okay to be different and to yeah, have a no, yeah, different the normal, normal than <laughs> most of the people. It's a so nice, it's a great initiative. The new normal. So, yes, yes definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. So folks, uh, if you know somebody from your life who has inspired to do something different, share their name, the story and your name on thechaoticpeace29 at gmail.com or DM me at thechaoticpeace and I will include your stories in all of my upcoming episodes. Till then, stay home, stay safe and this is Aishwarya signing off for today. Thank you.